1: Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
2: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: Max Scherzer's bad. Oh, sorry. Sorry. sorry, sorry it's thinking out loud. Fox Sports Radio, Ooh. welcome inside. Hour three of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh. And uh, we're going to celebrate this Patriots book uh, the only way we know how in a couple Uh-oh. of minutes, but really quick. Uh, again, we've talked about the drama in Major League Baseball this week. The fight for the wild card in the American League. The Yankees lose to the Blue Jays tonight, so the Blue Jays creep closer. The Red Sox win. Meanwhile, the A's and the Mariners are in the sixth inning, and it's a must-win game for Seattle, and they are down one nothing to Oakland. Meanwhile, in the National League, where the Giants and Dodgers coming down to it, battling for the NL West title. Arizona and the Diamondbacks zip zip in the bottom of the seventh. So. Far the Diamondbacks be able to get out of many jams. Uh San Francisco's left a few people on base tonight. Meanwhile, we are now all even. In Los Angeles, as the Dodgers have given away a 4 nothing lead under Max Scherzer. Scherzer's not been his sharpest tonight, and now the game is tied at five apiece. Uh, Corey Seager, with an error, brings in the game-tying run. But you are now looking at a 5-5 game between the Dodgers and the Padres. And, uh, you know, look, all you need for the Dodgers is one game to go south, and that's it. Because if you're L.A., you are in an every game we have to win because if you can't go into Thursday down th- you know, three back with four days left in the regular season. It- it's a must-win every day for the Dodgers. And even then, you're kind of hoping against hope that the Giants will somehow stumble a little bit here as they've just put a run over, uh, yeah, uh, on the board have. against the Diamondbacks. So I just I just jinxed the Dodgers. Sorry, Frostberg. Uh, I'm real. You're looking at it. If they don't win tonight, you're saying to yourself, okay, let's unplug and let's get ready for the play-in game because we're three games out with four days left we're not making that up let's get everybody rested and ready so we can line things up how we want it for the cardinals next week
4: yeah but you see how they scored the get them on get them over get them in a single a steal a sacrifice and a sacrifice fly old school baseball comes back to uh I'll be thrown in your face here for the <laughs> usual three outcome crowd here, and and th- that people embrace it. Uh, but yeah, just uh, they just don't stop, man. They're relentless. They just keep coming at you. And then when Max Scherzer can't uh, can't make a four zero lead hold up, yeah, you know the uh, the baseball gods aren't looking at you kindly on a Wednesday.
1: Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, so again, we'll keep you updated on these games. Uh, again, Dodgers Padres are tied, and the Giants now up one nothing over the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, you probably heard today there's a big book out on the New England Patriots and the dysfunction of the dynasty and how everything ended. And if you remember, I was the one who said that last year, someone should follow the Patriots and write a book and call it the last year of the Patriots dynasty. And now we're getting two. Seth Wickersham's got another book coming out of ESPN. This one about all the dysfunction that has gone on with Tom Brady leaving the team for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, And the book coming out. It's better to be feared. There are many stories out there about what happened the last couple of years and in the last calendar year when Brady left. One of the big stories that Brady wanted to say goodbye to Bill Belichick in person and Belichick said, no, I don't want to do it. Despite all the stuff that went on, they weren't getting along. Belichick didn't want to meet Brady so he could say goodbye in person. Bob Kraft apparently can't stand Bill Belichick. Called him the biggest blank blank in my life. And there were many instances from this book in which Bob Kraft is out there saying things that doesn't make Bill Belichick look good. Uh, so there's lots of things in this book. And then we talked about the Malcolm Butler deal a few minutes ago, why he was benching the Super Bowl. So with that in mind, we're going to play the Patriots game. Oh. Now, not the pa- not Patriot games because then we sued. Is uh, ben, yeah. ben Affleck? Yeah. No, no, no. We would. <laughs> or was that still Harrison Ford? No, that was still Harrison Ford Patriot Games. Okay. But this is the, see, that's the, see, that, that, that was the, McDow- McDonald's has the Big Mac. We have the Big Mick. That's Patriot <laughs> Games. We're playing the Patriots game. All right. Nicely Just so died. we know. Just so we know. The
4: emphasis so, on the su- syllable and the proper
1: uh, punctuation. I got yes. you. So here's the game. I'm going to give you a story. And you have to tell me if this is a story that is in the upcoming book or if it's made up by me. So playing tonight will be Mike Harmon. Nice. Brian Fenley. Alex Tyshirt, even though he doesn't hey. know anybody we're talking about. Hey. And Bo Benson, our producer for the evening. Are you guys all ready to go?
5: Let's go. All right. I'm standing so again, at attention.
1: Feeling Here good. we go now. Wow. Whoa. This is the... the what? <sighs> you know, you can't derail the game before we even start it. And that, that's kind of what you are. You
5: I'm just, playing wow. a game within a game.
1: Okay. Are you playing a game on your phone while you're playing this game? Tell uh, me the
5: laptop. Drift.
1: There are you going
4: to start playing uh, Baby <laughs> Did a Bad, Bad Thing while we're uh, you know, on the way <laughs> out?
1: He's got, like, Good. two sets of headphones on. One is his Halo headset. One's his headset to do the show on. Diablo,
5: close, though. <laughs> that,
4: that's, a, that's a whole other discussion that I need to take up with the bosses, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: what are you doing? I'm trying to kill the Germans. We are the Germans. What are you doing? We're trying to... Okay, so here we go. Here's your first story. Bill Belichick and Eric Mangini, the man genius. Once nearly gotten a fist fight at a dinner over Belichick being rude to Mangini's wife. Is that a story from the Ooh. book or is that made up by me? Bill Belichick, Eric Mangini almost gotten a fist fight at a dinner over Belichick being rude to Mangini's wife.
4: It sounds so good. It has to be true, right? Which accounts for later hugs and weird displays of affection.
1: Guy's got to answer.
5: It can't be from a book. I can't see Bill Belichick throwing a punch unless he's doing it with his thoughts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jedi mind I'm gonna, tricks. I'm going like to injure that. you. I'm going to punch you in my thought like it's the Matrix. Okay. Exactly. Sure. exactly. Or okay. oh, he's Greg Kinnear in Anchorman 2. <sighs> yes. All right.
6: That's, that's real.
5: That's real. Okay. It does sound like a Belichick thing to do. I'm going to say real.
1: That is a real story I from It's it. Better to Be Feared. At the 2008 league meetings, Belichick and Mangini nearly had a fistfight. This is after Spygate, of course. After a dinner for head coaches, Julie Mangini, who was Eric Mangini's wife, bumped into Belichick and said hi, trying to ease some tension after Spygate. Belichick blew her off, and when she told Eric Mangini what happened, he charged across the room and needed to be held back by other coaches from swinging at Belichick. Hey, Bill, blank you, Mangini <laughs>
4: Hey, what was the phrase you used last hour, Fenley, about being sauced and whatever?
5: You think oh, yeah. that had anything to do with it all? Sauced out of his mind.
1: <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass, Belichick. You think you're so smart. Ooh, Allegedly. let's go videotape the other people's games. It's uh, fine. Now I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. that would have been great to see the man genius and Belichick in a fight. That would have been great. All right.
4: Let's get it on.
1: In the aftermath of Deflategate, a Patriots employee was fired for trying to sell jars of air taken directly from Patriots' deflated footballs. In the aftermath of Deflategate, a Patriots employee was fired trying to sell jars of air taken directly from Patriots' deflated footballs. Is that now, a story in Seth Wickersham's book?
4: Similar nonsense all over the place, uh, but I'm going to say this is, this is not.
5: Okay. I've seen Tyshirt carrying around jars of air, or, or maybe that's jars of wheatgrass, but yeah, I'll go no. Okay.
6: Yeah, that's not real.
5: No, all right. I'll have you know, Fenley, it is wheat air, so just remember <laughs> <Yes>. that. It's wheat air. I'm gonna say that is true because I believe people would buy the most random things.
1: That, that would also be tie shirt sneaker if he made one. Oh, you got to wear the wheat air. Yes. What does that mean? It means you can eat it when you need to. You can wear them great, and then nice. you can eat them at the end An of the dire situation. Uh, that is not a oh, real man. story out of Seth Wickersham's book. It sounds like it could be a real one though. Hey,
4: on eBay, I'm gonna go out of limits. Say we could Google and find where people have sold air. That I you bet know, you Halle Berry or somebody else has walked through. I be- <laughs> She just walked by here. What'd you do? I caught a, a little bit of her perfume in the air.
1: <clears throat> At a league function, Jerry Jones once proposed a Tony Romo for Tom Brady trade, but Bob Kraft couldn't tell how serious Jones was being and it never went anywhere. Is that a story from Seth Wickersham's upcoming Patriots book? At a league function, Jerry Jones once proposed a Tony Romo for Tom Brady trade, but Bob Kraft couldn't tell how serious Jones was being, and it never went anywhere.
4: Yeah, see, I think this is you just trying to get Jerry Jones into this, Uh, but I'm going to still say it's true just because it's just chaotic and twirly enough to be so.
1: Uh, I, how about you share the wealth a little bit? You've had Tom for a while. I've had Tony. So now let's uh, let him switch, and uh, you know we both uh, uh, you know get good quarterback play for about a decade. How about you made we made that well, sound we'll so that
4: seedy and seamy and underhanded? I don't even know how to react anymore.
1: We'll, we'll make that move, and I'll give you somebody else too. But uh, you know you get you get Tony, and I get Tom, and I got a copy of Tony's contract right here, in my, so I can just sign it over to you, and you can walk out of here, uh, Tony romo on your team how does that sound how does that sound bob
5: i am going true because it'll give somebody else a chance to clean jerry jones's reading glasses
4: okay <laughs> all right well then
6: yeah that that sounds like something jerry jones would do i'm gonna say that's mm. true
5: mm. jason was there any mention of uh cowboy bees or uh <sighs> gas station
1: wine there was no cowboy bees and as far <laughs> as i know no gas station <laughs> wine. Oh, that's false then Hmm. That was completely me getting Jerry Jones in the show with the story. So I could Good do job, yeah, Mike. Impression. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so that I, I
4: sniffed stuff. it out
1: and then just said, mm. I want this to be true. Yeah, but, I mean, but you could see that, right? Jerry Jones, well, hey, Bob, how you doing? You know, uh, I voted to keep you as owner after the whole Spygate thing. So how about yeah. you give me Tom and I give you Tony and we just go our separate way?
4: Hey, uh, Fenley, what was that phrase you used earlier in the show? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah,
1: sauced <laughs> out of his mind. <laughs> uh tom brady wanted to leave new england to play for a team in los angeles when it was rumored la would be getting a team soon true is that a true story tom brady wanted to leave new england to play for a team in los angeles when it was rumored la would be getting a team soon
5: that is true
1: okay Uh,
6: i'm gonna say false
1: Oh,
5: Bo the Contrarian. All right, tie Yeah, I'm with Bo because that was like while he was still winning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, it was while he was. Yeah, why you trying he to He never leave? didn't win with the Patriots. They I was no, going to say, there
4: point. really wasn't a long yeah. period of not winning. I mean, yeah, no. he didn't get yeah. to
5: retire with him, so that's kind of a loss.
6: I, I don't think Alex knows that Tom Brady won last year, too. So.
5: Did he?
1: I, I don't think Alex knows who Tom Brady is, so that's why, that's why his answers How
5: dare you? Are. I know who Tom Brady is. <laughs> but they've got a whole no.
1: trivia game that he dominates. Yeah, there thank are. you, Mike. Hey, where did Tom Brady go to college?
5: Uh, Chapman University.
1: Yeah, see, very good. Very good. Nicely wow, first try. Yeah, that, good. Uh, that is a true story. Brady wanted to leave for a while when he thought one of the teams was moving. That's who wanted to go, but uh, the team didn't get there fast enough. Uh, how about this one? After losing to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, Terrell Owens wanted to enter the Patriots locker room to tell Bill Belichick to make a trade for him in the offseason but was denied entrance. Yes. After losing in the Super Bowl, Terrell Owens wanted to enter the Patriots' locker room to tell Bill Belichick to make a trade for him in the offseason, but he was denied entrance. Harmon well, says it's, yes.
4: it's reminiscent of a uh, dude being carted off uh, or, or you know, going into the huddles and saying, come get me, bro. Sorry, I was conflating stories because I was thinking about the Seahawks dude flipping off Pete Carroll while also thinking of the <laughs> come get me, bro kind of uh, situation. Come back to us, Mike. Come
1: back to the question. Come Come back back to us,
4: buddy. Come back. I thought that was funny. Uh, Non sequiturs. Um, (laughs) Come back, buddy.
5: Come back. I'm going to say true. I'm going to go true, too. And didn't, wasn't there some serious tension involving Donovan McNabb as well with Owens?
4: Well, wasn't there. There still is. (laughs) (laughs) is.
5: There's tension (laughs) with Owens and everybody.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he hates everybody. Yeah. (laughs) He might hate you. I think he probably does. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure he does. Most I'm people sure do. Does. Bo Tischer, what do you got?
6: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that's true. That sounds like something To would do.
5: Mm, okay. Gosh, it's just too much heart. Like, hate to have in your heart, man.
1: Okay, that's uh, just like your opinion, man. Yeah, I'm gonna say true. <laughs> Mmm, that story is 100% made up by me. That oh, that's does good not one by you. Happen. unless now I say it and then TO tweets out, "Oh, that story, Jason Smith said. Oh yeah, that 100% happened. I tried to get there and I couldn't. So maybe I got luck. Lo- but no, no. But that is not a story. That is not something that happened. So no, there good, it is. Good the job Patriots. The Patriots game. It's difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> We can roll you know, with the Patriots game again later on in the show. I still have some more here for
4: you. No, I dig that. But who am I thinking of in the in the NFL that was the Come Get Me? Or was that the NBA? Or has it happened no, every that, No, that, that we've was when Johnny John
1: the Johnny Manziel when he texted the uh, Browns, Come come get me, like come make a trade to come get me and they, they, they drafted him. Okay. Oh no 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 sorry. That yes, he texted Come Get Me and he wanted to trade it, but it was Earl Thomas who told the Cowboys, Come Get Me.
4: That's it. It's real time, That's who Earl I was Thomas. trying to get to. Yeah, yes. yeah,
1: yeah. There you go. There you All go. right, Very. we got it right there. All right.
4: So I wanted to make sure I wasn't too insane. No, like, buddy, you were fine. Uh, you were just trying to get the synapses firing while, um, you know, listening to your uh, made-up stories.
1: You, yeah, you were only you were only somewhat insane. You were fine. You
6: were, the, uh, okay. the Browns did that as well, reportedly, a couple of years ago against the uh, Cardinals, yelling at them to come get them.
1: There you Oh, go. We'll just, just, but that's where they wanted to just create all their players to yeah, get all new players. Odell Beckham
6: yeah. Jr. and uh, Jarvis Landry <laughs> and others, yeah.
1: <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca, Mike, Clear. at Swollen Dome. Look at Bo Benson sliding in there, a little bit of Odell Beckham Jr. stuff. Uh, we got more NFL on the way, but we have a huge NBA story next because I can tell you how the biggest huge story in the sport border. is going to end. It's coming up next right here, Fox.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in
1: that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
0: This is Uncanny USA.
7: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Stop it. Nope. Sorry, I thought that was a song again. The Jason Smith Show with my
1: best friend, Mike Harmon. That was like spiritual, that explosion right there.
4: Ah.
1: Oh, I like that. Uh, the Giants. Maybe about an hour away from finally putting a clamp down on the NL West Crown. They lead the Diamondbacks one nothing as they bat in the bottom of the eighth. Meanwhile, San Diego has now taken a six-five lead over the Dodgers, a Will Myers go ahead triple scoring the go-ahead run. And, look, I told you, if the end of the tonight the Dodgers are three games out with four days left, forget it. Just put it away, get ready for the game, unplug a bit. It's been a big run for the Dodgers. You're falling a little bit short. You just – look, the Giants just wouldn't lose. You wouldn't lose and it was just a couple of games, but you have to do this. Yeah. But now maybe they might be doing it without Gavin Lux, who was Ooh. playing center field, and on Myers hit to the gap, Lux just – hits the wall so incredibly hard trying to make a catch. And and he looked like he was going to make the play. Like, you could tell he had that tough-as-nails approach where I can still catch this ball right before the wall and turn out okay. And basically, the ball goes in his glove. He's running away from – running to his right uh, on an angle towards the wall. And he hits the the warning track a couple of steps. His glove comes up. The ball hits in his glove. It's going to be an out, but he's so close to the wall that he hits the wall really hard. The ball pops out, and uh, the go ahead run comes in. And Lux comes out of the game after he has helped out of it. It was a really, really difficult play to watch. And he just smacks into the wall. It's so hard sometimes. You know, you know when you're on the warning track because you're running, but still you think, I can make this play. I can make this play. And, you know, Lux is a guy that, look, he hasn't played a lot of center field in Dodger Stadium, Uh, but still, you could could tell, I I can do it, I can do it, and that really turned to bite him because he had no chance after that ball hit his glove, it was half-step and bang, you were hitting the wall.
4: Only his sixth appearance in center field uh, in his major league career, 11 uh, appearances, 10 starts in left field this year. Otherwise, it's been all second base, third base, shortstop. So, guy learning was talking with Bo about this a little bit. uh, You know, diehard Dodger fan and, you know, wringing his hands as – Bellinger has to come in and and as we all know that's one of the subplots to the season is what the hell happened to Bellinger uh, in terms of his ability to locate and hit said ball so he comes in and and luck's a guy not that he was world beating but you have a step down uh, there and and obviously you're concerned you know did he jostle a shoulder or something because he had many trainers running out because he laid on the track for quite a bit.
1: Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Carbon to keep you updated on these games. And if we hear anything on Gavin Lux again, bottom of the sixth inning, Dodgers still trail the Padres six to five. So the NBA had a very big announcement today in regards to what's going to happen. Two players, if they can't play in games because they did not get the vaccine for COVID nineteen, the last couple of days. Look, we've told you for a week this has been brewing. When this first came up, and Andrew Wiggins of the Warriors wasn't going to get the vaccine, and we knew, hey, these new rules in San Francisco and New York City, where if you're not vaccinated, you can't play in a in a, in a big large environment. Uh, this is going to become a, a front burner issue. And in the last few days, it's not just Andrew Wiggins. It's Bradley Beal of the Wizards who has said, I I don't know that I want to get the vaccine. Now he's kind of hemming and hawing on it back and forth. And now we have Kyrie Irving, who doesn't know if he wants to get the vaccine, says it's private. The NBA said today, hey, if you can't play because you don't have the COVID vaccine in these cities, you don't get paid. So know that going in if you don't want to get the COVID vaccine. And maybe this winds up being something that happens in more cities. Look, New York and San Francisco are the first two to adopt this rule in which with large gatherings over a certain number, everybody's got to be vaccinated. The unfair part is that, well, it doesn't affect the players who are playing on the, the visiting teams, but it's the home teams that won't have their players be available to play. And I've told you, I, I don't think it's fair to say you can't play, you can't make a living. It's one thing for the government to say we want government workers to all take the vaccine, because this is the gov- it's like the government's a private entity. The government can control what government workers do. Just like we see restaurants and other places of business control how they want to do business. You have to wear masks when you come in. You don't have to wear masks when you come in. It's a private business. But now here is the government stepping over saying oh no now we're going to tell you you can't make a living that i don't agree with but how this is going to end for for these guys for kyrie and for wiggins and bradley Beal and all of them when it comes down to it and you get to the rubber hits the road point which is still a few days away where it's if you don't get the vaccine you're going to miss games and you're going to miss a paycheck they're all going to get vaccinated Even Kyrie Irving, who is the biggest wild card in all of sports, he will wind up getting the vaccine because there's so many things that will happen that they will say, "Okay, I will get them. Number one is when you don't get that paycheck you're used to, uh, that's going to be a big thing. Oh, wait a minute. I, I didn't. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. So. Yeah, I think I'm going to get the vaccine if that happens. That's the number one thing, because Kyrie Irving and, and and Andrew Wiggins, Bradley Beal, these guys all make a lot of money. So all you need is that first $750,000 check to not come in, and it's, oh, ooh, that I, I didn't get paid this week. Oh, for these two weeks. Okay, all right. Um, Yeah, maybe. All right, I'll, you know, hey, don't worry. I'll go get the vaccine. I'll get the vaccine. So it's going to be that simple. But still, I don't know that any of these players are ready to make a stand and be the People that stand for the anti vax movement in the NBA because. It's one thing in sports to be that, and it's another thing outside of sports because of the number of people that are vaccinated, right? In, in the United States, we have, what, 80 million people who could get vaccinated, can't, haven't gotten vaccinated yet and may not get them, right? We're, you know, we're, we're trying to get past it. Look, you know me, I'm pro-vaccine, people are anti-vaccine, I get it. In the world, there are, in the United States, there's much more of a movement behind not getting the vaccine. In sports, it's not really as much. It's these guys are getting the attention because they're star players. And when Kyrie Irving does something, it's okay. Here's a Kyrie misadventure. We don't know where this is going because who knows. But it's 90% of players on teams are vaccinated. And so you're talking about in the NBA, one player per team basically is not, va- not going to be vaccinated. Is that enough for a big movement? Is that enough to say, hey, I, I I think you guys can't make us get the vaccine, or we're upset that you're doing this to us? I don't think that's enough, especially when you see so many teams who have decided, not just in basketball, but in the NFL, hey, we're all getting vaccinated. Why? Because we all like doing this for a living. And we all want to try to win, and we all want to get paid, so we're all going to do this. And you know what? I want to look out for a guy on my team because maybe, I, you know, me getting it is going to help him. You know, because maybe Maybe he's got a you know, he's got a mom who's got some kind of uh, a bad system and and, or he's got a little kid at home that is more susceptible. And if I get the vaccine and I can't bring it to him and he can bring it home to his daughter who can't get the vaccine, I want to do that. Right. We had Jake Glazer on when he said he got the vaccine because of Jimmy Johnson and Terry Bradshaw. Right, I got you know it. Mm-hmm. They, it was very important to them, so I went and got it. That's my family, and that's who I felt like I needed to look out for. So I, I don't see there being enough where you can stand up and have a platform to stand on, right? Because what are you going to do if you're tired? I don't think you should get it. Why? It's private. No, dude, if you're going to be this guy, you're getting paid thirty-five million dollars a year. You have to. Why don't you want to get this? And nobody has a good answer. Right, Bradley Beal said, oh, I, I think it causes uh, vaccines cause autism, which there's no link to that. I mean, it's a popular thing to see and read about online. There's no link to that. There's no link that anything, that there's any kind of defects or any sort of, of, of illnesses you can get by taking the vaccine. Now, we don't know what Andrew Wiggins' reason is, but if he had one, he would say so. And if Kyrie Irving had one, he would say so too because the last thing these players want is to have to go through this. If they had a really good answer, they would say, hey, I'm not taking it because of this, and here's my answer. And you would say, oh, okay, that's a that, that's a good answer. Oh, I, I get it. I completely get it. That's a good answer. Now, for a while, they could get behind the, hey, this is unfair that we can't earn a living if we don't get it. And if you stand behind that for a while, that'll work for a little bit. But in the end, it's still going to be, okay... You got to get vaccinated if you're going to play, because is is this rule going to leave? Not right away. If there's this is going to be something that's looked at. Can we do this? We're trying to get rid of covid. The government, there's going to be a pushback. You could live on that for a little bit. But in the end, it's going to be. Okay, but do you really don't believe in the vaccine? Eventually it's going to be, why are you really not? I get that you don't think this is fair, but why aren't you getting it then? Because that, that's different from why you're not getting it. Because like I said, I'm pro-vaccine. I can tell you why I believe in getting it, but I also believe the government doing it and making people do it is not fair. Okay, but I, I don't know that these guys have that reason, and when you don't have it, can you really stand up and, and, and lead that movement uh, as much as you want to? Because I don't know that Andrew Wiggins wants to lead the movement. I don't think Bradley Beal wants to lead the movement. Maybe Kyrie Irving does. He tried to get the NBA to stop playing in the bubble for reasons only known to him. So, yeah, maybe Kyrie for a little bit, but in the end, it's going to be too difficult Too much of the NBA is vaccinated. You're seeing all the players doing it. So when it comes down to it, all of those things in the hopper with that and and the paycheck not coming in, they're all going to get the vaccine.
4: Yeah, I mean, as we've talked about, Jason, I mean, you're looking at 90% plus. uh, Many teams are 100%, right? LeBron James talking about it at Lakers Media Day of his – not necessarily hesitance, but you know, doing his due diligence and everything, and deciding best for my family and me. There, there's a, the great endorsement. Even though he made sure to put the caveat of "I'm not telling anybody how to do things." That's not. I'm not taking a platform to do that. But you look at the uh, the population as a whole. Yeah, it's fifty six percent according to time.com as of today, those were their latest numbers uh, of fully vaccinated people in the U S so San Francisco and New York have taken the approach of mega events and uh, starting October 13th, the you've got to show proof before entering a facility that they're fully vaccinated. That's not just for the players. That's for everybody else, right? It's, and it goes all the way through all the other things you'd want to do and, and, that is a whole other issue, right? Uh, it's, it's unfortunate. Yes, you, you won't be able to ply your trade for those half, half a season plus, uh, if if you're not vaccinated. But you have a choice. Right. It's choice and choices have consequences. And we always have to remember that when we start talking about these processes, because in the end, in in terms of public health official officials, they're trying to look out for the the populace. They're not looking out for the 15 guys that make up an NBA roster. Now, I, I would agree with you. There is a little bit of the continuity lapse of, hey, I can travel in from wherever I was uh in the last couple days and do whatever i did and as long as i can show up a negative test and these protocols i can still walk into the building and play versus guys that are on their home court. I get that. There's there's a, a little bit of a gap there, but you know, for the NBA, I think the I look at it as the positive. Yeah, we've got a few guys and whatever the reasons may be and we've heard for Kyrie Irving, you've got numerous players in Brooklyn cuz they're they're a title contender, right? We don't know what the Warriors are, but you know where Steph Curry is in his time continuum that it's all about uh how do I add to my winning legacy if I can? So I'm sure there'll be some conversations between Wiggins and Steve Kerr and Steph Curry, et cetera, about this, and maybe he changed his mind and maybe he doesn't. For those guys in the league that have already had COVID – Devin Booker currently has it, won't say whether he was vaccinated or not. You know, you could start going down the road of talking about antibodies and and, and that. And I, I guess that's a caveat off to itself in terms of why one might not get it right now. But otherwise, uh, I applaud the NBA that they're at this level uh, and this threshold overall, just like the NFL guys looked around said this is my livelihood this is for the families keeping my coaches safe whatever the rationale is expound and expand on it as you need to the fact that they've hit this level and we're only talking about a handful of players is actually admirable when you think about it
1: twitter at how about a fresca mike at swollen dome the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon. look that's just how it's going to end right it will end of it and this will we'll get on to playing but getting there that's going to be interesting but That's how it's going to end.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches, we talk to players, we tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
7: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo! And when we use the phrase in sports, what is this guy, trying to get fired? You know, usually we're only half kidding about it, half serious. (laughs) But we got a story now that tells you, no, 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 when you say people are trying to get fired, no, that actually does happen. Uh, the world is ablaze in the NFL with this new book coming out by ESPN Seth Wickersham. Uh, it's better to be feared about what went on the last couple of years of the Patriots dynasty in New England. And we've gotten through a lot of stories about Brady and Belichick not getting along and Bob Kraft not liking Bill Belichick and why Malcolm Butler was benched in the Super Bowl. But now... This comes to light, and it is awesome because, yes, you find out that people do try to get fired to get someplace else. Back in 2017, according to the book, Brady allegedly told people around him, I don't want to play for Bill Belichick anymore. So if that was going to happen and Belichick would get pushed out, then Bill O'Brien would one day be able to go back to New England and Coach Tom Brady, hey, all right, Bill O'Brien. At the time, though, Bill O'Brien was still the head coach slash GM of the Houston Texans. And Bill O'Brien heard about this potential succession plan of Brady doesn't want to play for Belichick, so we're going to push this and and Belichick will go out and maybe Bill O'Brien could come back and be the head coach. According to the report by Seth Wickersham, he was in a power struggle of his own in Houston, said the situation with he and the GM, Rick Smith, was toxic and dysfunctional, and he wanted out. He wanted to be able to get out so he could get to the New England Patriots. O'Brien, after this went on and and he wound up staying because in the power struggle he actually won, and the Texans yeah. said, okay, we'll go with you instead of our GM. We'll keep you there. O'Brien told a confident it was somewhat empty that he won the power struggle in Houston because what he was doing was, quote, I was trying to get fired because he wanted to get fired so he could leave and get out of that situation and take over Phil Bill Belichick and coach Tom Brady. So when we say things like, hey, dude, is this guy trying to get fired? Fired? Yes, there are instances where people do try to get fired because they want to get to someplace else, uh, still collect money or collect some kind of better opportunity, which is what would have happened for Bill O'Brien.
4: That is something next level because now, I, I, if I'm the Houston Texans, can I sue him for sabotaging my team? Now you look back at I all mean, those trades he made. By you're becoming
1: like, Trader Bill, exactly. I mean, really, did he do that? Was he still trying to get fired when he made all those ridiculous trades? When I'm trading right? my I best mean, offensive line, my best defensive player, my best wide receiver. I'm getting nothing back for them. I mean really, what was he doing? No, but that that's a
4: question I, I would love. I mean, this is one of those hey, let's get into the legal minds of if that's legit, like if that story has legs, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of smoke there. But legitimately if he was acting as a you know, front office manager, GM, whatever his title was at that point, we just knew he had control, right? They gave him authority, and everybody scratched their head and said, why? And the more you saw the trades go down, the more you said, well, why? Uh, but <laughs> he retained possession of that control and absolutely gutted that squad. Mm. So the Texans, I, I got to think there's got to be some kind of recourse here. Otherwise, other than DeAndre Hopkins laughing at them and saying, I don't know. I, I It's mind-boggling.
1: I mean, really, you could say that because you're talking about Dwayne Brown. You're talking about Jadavian Clowney. Uh, you're talking about DeAndre Hopkins. You're getting guys back that are just – Okay, guys, right? Well, Dave Johnson, was, uh, uh, was the, he was the guy, right? Uh, Johnson was the guy. Oh, we're going to get him back, and he's going to be fantastic, right? We're going to get – John. he's going to be – and Johnson's not even carrying the football now for the Texans, right? He's someone that's barely even getting on the field. And, the, the, and, and DeAndre Hopkins is going to have another five or seven years of catching all kinds of great passes from Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray's going to win MVPs, and the Cardinals are going to be great. And you look at this trade, and you go – uh, okay. Yeah, I think he probably was trying to get fired. I, I'm. Gonna, I, I want to get out so bad. But the thing is, he got out and didn't get anywhere. But so, but but really, why would you make all these trades? None of these trades made sense. If you want to move on from these players, I get them. I get it. I don't know why you would, but I get it. But you got to get more back in these trades than, than what you got back in return. All these trades were terrible.
4: Yeah, it's really mm. quite quite an amazing uh, subplot to all this now. Of hey, saboteur. <laughs> trader bill when we just said hey these are all terrible trades there was an actual purpose to it not just hey he's getting fleeced and he doesn't know valuation it's like if he was this is costanza driving around the parking lot dragging around a world series trophy (laughs) you pinheads in the front office i mean that's
1: what he was doing here oh wow I really that is that is just shocking, and, and everybody who hates Bill O'Brien now hates him even more, right? Well, uh, now if
0: this I'm is through true the roof with Bill O'Brien. So,
1: are you kidding? Uh, I mean, there's no way you can dismiss that because the trades were such bad deals for someone with a really high NFL acumen to make. I mean, that's the problem: is that it's not like, well, here's a deal that was made, and we took a chance, and this didn't work out, and boy, you're just a bad GM, yeah. or you made this
4: ain't a- the first year
1: GM in Jacksonville during draft day. <laughs> I'll trade my number six overall pick and get three second rounders. No, we don't do that in the NFL. We got to get, get a good player at number six overall. Uh, no, but, but th- this was not, oh, here was a bad trade. These were trades that you knew at the time. Okay, number one, you're trading these guys. And number two, you're not getting anything close to value back for them. Not anything close, and you're still doing this. Can't dismiss that. You can't dismiss you're still trying to get fired with that. I really don't want to
4: buy this book, but I almost feel like I need to.
1: Mm, Man. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend. His name is Mike Harmon. Uh, A big night in Major League Baseball and a day that was really weird. I mean, really, with an injury we've never really seen before. It's coming up next. Fox.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. flash compatibility